Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Hi everyone, welcome to Full of Words podcast. I'm Sue Kennedy and I have the lovely CJ with me and today in this episode we're going to discuss and get to know a bit more about CJ and what she does. So we're going to talk about copywriting, all things copywriting. I'm very excited to find out a bit more and we can share it with the listeners. So welcome CJ, very excited to be doing this little bit of an interview with you. Thank you. Hello, how are you? I'm good, very good. All right, copywriting. So your business is Catherine James Creative, correct? Yep. Very good. Can you just maybe tell our listeners what is a copywriter in case there are people that still are not sure what a copywriter actually does? Yeah, sure. A lot of people are not sure what copywriters do because the term is really poorly descriptive of what a copywriter actually is. But you'll know it when you see it or you read it. The term or the definition of a copywriter is someone who writes the text used to sell products in marketing or advertising. Now, that sounds really quite bland, doesn't it? It does. doesn't excite me at all. (laughs) That's the definition, but that's not really what a copywriter does when they work with you. I guess to give you an idea of when you might need copy, if you're in a business or you've got a business online and you want to communicate with your customers, you have an idea of who those customers are and where they are, and you want to talk in a language that they are going to find appealing. You've seen on social media sometimes there's a question asked, it pops up with, have you ever had experienced this? And you might go, no, and scroll on by. You might say yes and go, oh, actually, yeah, I want to read more about that. So a copywriter crafts that sort of message specifically to grab people's attention and to get your product or your service in front of the right people so that you're going to be able to sell more of your product or your service. It can be also blogs on your website, could be social media posts, Instagram or Facebook. If you don't really know where to start about how to describe your product or how to get those people's attention, it could be an ebook called a lead magnet or a downloadable, something that enticed people to sign up to your newsletter. It could be a newsletter. All of these things are what copywriters do because they're good with words. A skill with writing, and if you don't have that skill, often you've gone into business to sell your product or service and it's not writing. It's a really valuable area that you can outsource to a copywriter to help you grow your market share, I suppose, get more customers. Because if even though you know your business, you may not be able to articulate the words as well as a copywriter can. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know your business back to front and part of my process is to sit down with the person and let them tell me about what they do and why. And I was going to ask you what the process was, so that's good. Well, that's the start because if you say to me, write a blog on fashion or write a blog selling this particular baby product, I could do that, but it's much more impactful if I understand why you want that blog written, what it is about your business that is different or unique that I can connect and what sort of customers you want. And who their audience is. Do they even know who their audience is? Well, that's sometimes part of the process, yeah, is uh, having a conversation with someone and you might hear it said as who's your target market, who's your audience, who are your customers. 
And you can go all the way along that marketing, working out it's Karen and she's 45 and, you know, doing all that sort of stuff. Or you might not know that. The best place to start is thinking of a customer that you've had before. And if you could clone that customer and have a hundred of them and life would be beautiful, then that's your ideal customer. Hopefully Karen hasn't just had a baby at 45. (laughs) (laughs) True. And even when I said the name Karen, sorry, I don't want to say anything negative about Karens. Nothing wrong with Karens here. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Okay, so that's made it a lot clearer, which is great. What made you become a copywriter? Well, I guess like anything, it's out of necessity. What's that phrase? Necessity is the mother of invention. Also the mother of getting yourself off your butt and doing something you've always wanted to do. So for me, I have always wanted to earn a living writing. That has always been my goal ever since I was young. Tried to get into journalism. Uni didn't get the marks to get in. I mean, this is, I'm talking 20, 30 years ago, long time. The whole world has changed dramatically. But, you know, that's how I thought I would make money, a business, a career as a journalist. No, I couldn't get into that. And then I got all practical and decided to do jobs and various things. Got lots of skills, done all sorts of jobs and ended up mainly working for myself as a travel agent. 2020, we don't even need to explain. I went and got a few different jobs, just jobs to get the money coming in because, you know, I could no longer make a living as a travel agent. And then probably a year into it, A friend said to me, I was looking for business ideas. I didn't want to work for somebody anymore. I wanted to be back being my own boss, which I love, that freedom. And she said, why don't you do something with your writing? You've always been good at writing. And I thought, oh, well, maybe I could. And, you know, like we've said before, the answer is often right in front of your eyes, but you just don't see it. I eventually found a course that I had disregarded in my emails like a week before. I'd done a couple of courses with the Australian Writers' Centre and this one popped up and it was how to be a copywriter. And I, like other people, what's a copywriter? And once I realised I'd been doing it my whole career in travel, often what you're doing when you're sending emails to people is you're painting that picture of them by the pool with the cocktail or, you know, summiting into the Machu Picchu or something like that. You are connecting with them on an emotional level to help them realise what they want to do with their holiday. And so I thought, oh, gosh, I actually can do this for other businesses. That's essentially what I did. While travel wasn't coming back, none of us really knew what was going on. It kept being delayed. The borders were shut. I remember thinking, this sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. So I thought, I'm going to go for it. I'm really going to try and build up this business and help other women in business like myself, essentially. So that was the kick up the butt that I got in a fairly severe sort of way. But I really am so grateful for that now because it's led me to a position where I'm now able to actually do both businesses, travel on the side, copywriting is my passion, and helping women in business as well. Fantastic. Love it. What specifically do you specialise in as a copywriter? I love telling people stories. You come across Well, maybe you won't because you don't move in copywriting circles (laughs) if you're listening to this. But there are copywriters who specialise in medical texts. There are copywriters who write for industries, building. There are copywriters who have a certain style that they always write in that style. I have eventually worked out that my passion is storytelling, which is not surprising given that I've always loved books and writing and ever since I wanted to be a storyteller and still want to write a book one day, which is going to happen with your help, I'm sure. 
So I'm all about bringing out the stories. That The way I do that in helping people in business is specifically on the about pages of their website. That's telling their story, getting their story out there and the why and understanding the purpose of why they started their business so that they can connect with their customers. I also help people with bios. So if you're needing a bio for whatever reason, it might be LinkedIn, it might be a job interview, it might be uh, for an author who's needing a bio for their promotion, for their book. That's also something that I focus on. Do you do the back cover sales copy for books? Yes. That's their sales page, really, the back of the book, because very much like a buyer. Yeah. Well, anything that's got to entice somebody to want to buy it, and that's what the back page of a book does, doesn't it? It doesn't list everything about the book because then you wouldn't want to read the book. No, you just go in and pick it off the shelf and read the back cover and put it back without paying. Yeah. That's not a good idea. No, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, the back covers should be just enough to get them to go, wow, now I'll look at the first page and read a bit about that and if that gets you in, then you buy the book. Well, and in fact, the back cover is a great example of marketing. It doesn't feel like marketing, but it is talking to the people who want to buy that book. As in, you pick a book up, you read the back, you go, oh, that's not for me. And you already know it because whatever the genre doesn't match what you're interested in. If you read the first couple of lines, you think, oh, that sounds good. Then that's helped you purchase the book. Exactly. And yeah, if you don't put a clear, exciting and enticing message there, people aren't going to buy it. That's right. They won't know. No. So that's good. You mentioned you did blogs, the website content. Anything else that you specialise in that you haven't mentioned? Really, it's all of my writing is around communicating with your customers. That might be text on your website, but essentially I focus on your story. I'm not a social media post person. I'm not going to be doing the social media posts for you, but I can provide the text for you to use. Say if you're wanting to get a new product out there and you're thinking about how do I connect with the people that I want to see this, then that would be what I would help with. It's all around your story, your product or your service, what it is you're trying to get out into the world because we know it's a really crowded marketplace out there. There's a lot of TikTok, there's, you know, everything coming at people left, right and centre. What about people with e-commerce websites? So when they got products they sell, do you help with the uh, product description? That is something that I could do, yes, because, again, I guess it's a bit of a story around the product. This might be an obscure reference. I don't know if you were ever a Seinfeld fan at all. I was. Remember Elaine worked for Jay Peterman for a while and his descriptions were like, you're standing near a waterfall in Africa at midnight. You know, <laughs> sometimes you do read product descriptions like that, and the products are chuppa chup. It's evoked a thought or a memory or a feeling. That would be my sort of style as opposed to just a basic description of the product. Awesome. Well, it's just like when you say ads on TV, you know, you sort of go, oh, that was stupid. But when you look at it, it makes you question it, and which means that it's actually good marketing. Because it's made you notice it. Oh, I've got to keep my eye out for that again next time so I can see what that was about. So similar to what you're saying, it's actually, yeah, making people stop and, like, listen and watch. I think this is something that the UK does really well on their channels with the advertising is they have humorous and catchy ads. You know, it's almost like watching mini movies in the breaks and things like that. But I think Australia... We're better at that, but it's more functional, the advertising in Australia. So, you know, you get your ads for Doors Plus or whatever or Rugs A Million 
And then you sometimes get these breakthrough ads and like the beef lamb ad that they do every year. They're really good. Even the ads they do for cricket, you know, it's like there's good and bad, but most of them are quite good. It's like, wow. And that gets you talking and gets your product out there. It's a bit of a knack, I think, is understanding what your audience wants to see and then giving it to them essentially. Exactly. Awesome. And I love the fact, so you said your process was that you actually interview the client, get to know about them and their business, and then from there you can actually provide the right copy that they need to promote their business. Yeah, because I find that people, when they're talking about their business, they get really passionate and lit up because obviously no one's going to go into business without a passion behind it. You hope not. That won't last long anyway. Don't last long if you don't have the passion for it. It's easy for people to talk about something they love. And when I'm listening to them, I can hear certain phrases and ways of describing things and I furiously typing away. And then I can craft that into a message that will sound like them when they read it back. I find that an invaluable part of my process. I would rather have a half hour chat on Zoom or the phone than have a written brief because I find the conversation, you get so much more out of conversation. I think you would connect better. Yeah. I love that. And I'm really nosy, so I like to ask lots of questions. Good on you. But in a good way. Yeah, nothing rude or too personal. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, you've sort of posed the bit about the process that you go through and I've just asked you a bit more, so that's good. Here's one. I think this is something that would be valuable for our listeners. What are the signs of a bad copywriter? What would you... Tell our listeners to look out for. Oh, do you mean in something that they've been given or something they can see? If they're looking for a copywriter to help them with their business, okay, what do they look for to find a good one as opposed to a bad one? Well, definitely somebody who is open to collaboration, I think is really important. I think there's an idea that you need to generate a lot of content to be seen and noticed. Google, which is the main search engine that we all use, I mean, there are other ones, but Google's the main one, they set their criteria for authenticity. That's one of them. They've got 50 million other criteria and some of them they don't tell people. So you want somebody who's going to work with you collaboratively and not promise you the earth. Like if they say, I can do 100 blogs and that'll get you this many customers, I don't think anyone can actually promise that because you don't actually know where your customers are going to be. If they can prove to you that, yes, I've helped these people increase their newsletter database or they've gotten sales from this sort of thing, I think that's okay. But certainly somebody who says they're going to churn out a lot of content and promise you the world is probably someone to steer clear of, I think. You know, we can delve into the whole area of freelancer and Upwork and all of those cheap platforms. There are good people on there, but you've got to know who you're dealing with and understand what you're paying them. This is, of course, by no means anything against the people that are on these platforms, but A lot of them, their first language isn't English. That is, I think, not good because you end up getting copy that's not written very well. It's a fine line, isn't it? Because when you've got English as your first language, you can detect it when it's not somebody's first language. I think if you're wanting to communicate with people who are like you, then they're going to pick it up straight away and it's a bit of a turn-off, definitely. I think the other thing you need to do is, tell me if I'm wrong, but You know, you need to be able to have some kind of connection with the person. So, you know, if I say I'm looking for a copywriter and I talk to you, you know, you can help me and then I'll go and talk to a few other copywriters, I need to feel comfortable with the person I'm going to work with. 
I think that's an important thing to have in mind. For me, definitely. Yeah, that's how I like to run my business too. I don't think everyone does. Some people just are transactional and just want something. But personally, I find it's much better when you have a good connection with someone that that you're going to work with. And especially if they understand you. So if I'm going to be your voice online, then you want to know that I have understood what your message is, what you're trying to get across and can see your point of view of where you're coming from. Awesome. That's great. Great advice. I love it. Anything else you'd like to add to that? It's something I actually was going to mention before, probably along the lines of working with people that you click with is working with someone in your community. So whether that is a local community as in, you know, nearby physically or community as in an online community that you've joined, I find those relationships can be really valuable and long-lasting, you know, going online five or whatever, it might be just a one-off job that you get done. Working with somebody who you can almost view a copywriter as business investment because They're helping you craft your message and get it out there. No matter where you are on the scale or how long you've been in business, it's always helpful to have someone reflect your ideas back at you and somebody to hash things out. And I think that's what a copywriter can bring. And I think another important thing for business owners, marketing is an ongoing task. It's not something you do once and walk away and stop. So you really need to keep doing it. And you need someone that can understand you. So you really, you would be an assistant, an ongoing assistant for them. Somebody who can think about that element of the business and say, hey, look, we haven't done a post in a while or this topic is trending, let's post about that. Or let's start a newsletter. Yep, give you ideas. Yeah, absolutely. As you write, like you could brainstorm with them and give them ideas or they can come to you and go, what do you think if we did this? Do you think that would work? Uh, you know what's your thoughts so yeah it's I think that's a great idea when you think about what we've just talked about versus the description of a copywriter as text used to sell products (laughs) it's very different when you say I'm a copywriter you could be anywhere along that spectrum but I'm right at the collaborative getting involved in your business end yeah but I remember back in the day and they still have them those big long sales letters that is copywriting and very well written but They used to sell products writing long sales letters. So they'd go on forever and ever. And, you know, but if you're really interested, you would actually read it. Yeah. I know I've read a few and gone, wow, okay. And, you know, the more you read, the more they get you in. I mean, sometimes if it's really good, they'll get you in just at the first, before they even get to the first, oh, click here to buy, you know. It's still an important way of people selling their products or services. And that also depends on where you are in the buying cycle they talk about. So if you're opening one fresh, you know, you might read to the end. You've had a relationship with this company online. You've seen their posts. You've got their newsletter. They might announce a new product and you're, yep, I'm on that. You know, first couple of paragraphs and you're in. All of those activities increase the relationship or inform the relationship between you and your customer. Exactly. So very important and no matter where you are in your business, whether you're just starting or you're a seasoned business owner and, you know, want to freshen up with your copy, you're the one to help them. Mm, Absolutely. Fantastic. All right. Would you like to add anything else? Otherwise we might wrap up. No, that's, that's me done for the day. Very good. All right. Well, thank you so much for giving us insight into copywriting. I think that's really been helpful. I haven't found it helpful, even though I do know about copywriting. 
But it's been great. It's really been a, a great insight. So hopefully the listeners have got a lot out of it and tune in next week when we have some more amazing things to talk about. Again, in the show notes below, you'll find all kinds of information and links and stuff to contact us. Remember, Catherine James Creative and for all your copywriting needs. Thank you. Thank you, CJ. It's been great. See you again soon. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.